tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Do not be fooled by this fraudulent Biden administration and the media who are now saying, oh my goodness, trouble's going to ensue because of the lifting of Title 42 and we can't do anything about it because a court says we have to lift it. This administration has never once cared about a court order in the past. They haven't cared about the Constitution. They want Title 42 to be lifted. When Trump instituted Title 42 in March of 2020, the, the media and the Democrats lost their minds, talked about how amoral it was, how terrible it was. They got their health, health experts lined up to say, this is absurd. We don't need to do this. And then Biden, of course, back in April, tried to lift Title 42, wanted it gone. And now all of a sudden they're saying the same media, these frauds, these propagandists are saying, oh, this is terrible. We cannot lift Title 42 at this time, but we're going to have to do it. This is smoke and mirrors, my friends, smoke and mirrors. And let's let's be clear about something, too. They were not using Title 42. How else do you explain the fact that we have over five million illegals in this country since Biden came into office? They are looking for a boogeyman, a straw man. They're blaming Trump for the border crisis. And now they're going to blame Title 42. And they're going to say, well, you know, there's 10 million illegals here under the Biden administration. But, you know, we couldn't do anything about it. It's because there's no Title 42. Our hands are tied. It's the court's fault. It's this fault. And then they're going to declare and demand amnesty down the road to fundamentally change the electorate in America, our, our customs even more so than they already have done so. Smoke and mirrors. Do not fall for this sham. They don't care about Title 42. These same people condemned Trump using it. And now they're saying we need it again. Long after COVID uh, uh, is gone, I am so sick and tired of this. I don't know how any Democrat out there can sit there with a straight face and repeat these things or come out against Title 42 or for Title 42 now. These are unprincipled people and they're destroying our country and they're using the border to do so. Unbelievable. The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The, the, the truth is, it's cruel symptoms can strike anyone. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Wayne Dupree Program. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Wayne I am your host. We are getting ready to start knocking down some stuff. We're getting ready to start knocking down some walls. We're getting ready sugar walls. We're getting ready to knock down some walls. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Let me introduce Commander, General, 
He was gone yesterday, but he's back today. He was on assignment yesterday. The godfather of conservative radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Hello, everybody. I was on assignment. I was outside the loop of the of the entire conversation, apparently. <laughs> um, but we'll uh, just roll with that. A lot of stuff to talk about, for sure. And the rookie in this unit, Mr. G.R. Robinson. I was going to say, I missed the tie memo. I went kind of cash with my Wayne Dupree shirt. And, uh, hey, guys. Lot to talk about today. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. It's uh, holy cow, the news is coming fast and furious. Ladies and gentlemen, and I we... maybe my audio last week just threw Hutch away for a couple days. He's like, I'm I'm leaving until it comes back. I honestly <laughs> thought I was off yesterday, man. I'm saying I, I was sitting there. I, I'm not good at reading in between the lines, man. I, I was sitting there on uh, Monday morning, ready to go. It's like there's no show on there. And then I yesterday, I, I thought I was off. I took my wife out. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and Wayne touched me, but I was on a highway, and there was a tractor trailer overturned oh. in front of me, and I didn't. I had my phone listening Uh-oh. to the police. Uh-oh. So I didn't want to read the text till I got home. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Yeah, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot to talk about in a short time to do it. You know, we broadcast Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday and Thursday uh, from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tomorrow is going to be uh, the last show of the year, so tune in. Uh, but uh, before we get to the last show, uh, I just want to say thank you for those that have stuck in with us all year long, uh, those that continue to stick in, and those that bring other people. Uh, we want you to... Uh, share the show. There's a reason why we want you to share the show. We want you to share the show because it breaks the algorithms. If you're on Rumble, hit that Rumble. It doesn't take too much. And it's already working on Rumble, by the way. I noticed yesterday, the other day, I was logged out of Rumble, and I selected Rumble not being logged in, and the Wayne Dupree show is featured number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean it's number two, but it's on the radar. And and, and. And for Chris, Chris um, and um, Alex over there at Rumble, thank you, thank you for adding us to the featured shows. Uh, honestly, to tell you the truth, we were on Rumble way before Rumble. Before I, it was cool. Before yeah, um, before conservatives start going over there. I mean, I had I had a relationship with Rumble right after the YouTube incident. You remember the YouTube incident that went. When um, when we found out that YouTube was stealing our money, yeah, that's right, theft, cold hard theft. Uh, if you tried but, to do that in, at any charity, you would be put out of business. Oh hell yeah, hell, heck yeah, heck yeah. But um, wow, Wayne's fired up. He's dropped an H bomb. Holy cow! Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, and you know, you you know why? Because this morning, I had a little come to Jesus meeting on my Twitter. Sometimes I do it. I used to do it all the time. When I left the Democrat Party, I used to do it all the time. I used to vent and vent and vent. Well, this morning I vented. And you know why I vented? It's because we as Republicans, well, we're not even Republicans. I'm not even a Republican. We vote Republican. For those that vote Republican, there's an old, there's an old um, quote that all of us grew up with. And if I say it, I'm going to hurt some feelings. But 
two wrongs don't make a right. Your parents told you that probably numerous times, especially when you went out and did something that you weren't supposed to do after they told you the first time. Two wrongs don't make a right. So, sooner or later, you have to step up and put your foot down and say, okay, look, this is it. We're not doing this no more. This is the way we're going. There's the reason why I said that. But I'll say this, and I'll throw it to my cohorts before we get into some of these topics. But D.C., the media, these organizations, these corporations, they don't care about you. They, the, and, and, and now they don't hide it. They're not hiding it. So it's up to you. It's, it's up to you, Weps. <laughs> it's up to you. You're holding the key to the weapons. And, you know, and I know some people are going to take that as I'm condoning about it. You can do it all you want to. I don't care. I know what I'm saying in my heart. It's, it's up to you, the American people, to say no. It's up to you, the American people, to say enough is enough. We got to get these people out of office and we got to start moving this country forward. You get tired. Hutch, uh, Hutch is in the military. And I don't know if JR has, um, JR, you ever have any ROTC or? Uh, I did not serve. I'm from a military family, but I didn't. Okay. Serve. okay. So marching in place can get some, can get tiresome. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Marching in place. And usually it's, is done as a punishment. Um, but us as Americans, us as where we are, we've been marching in place for a long ass time. Hutch, Jason, I put on my on Twitter this morning, I was like, you know, when you really think about it, when they start putting social media influencers, opinion influencers on TV, and start moving off the news reporters and the journalists and stuff. That changed. That changed everything. Yep. That changed everything. Just look and at the coverage on the border. Right. None. none. I think. I think we're we're in a real deep deep uh, hole here, and, and it's gonna it's gonna require some real introspection. People are gonna have to look at things for what they are instead of what they hope they are. Right. Uh, I, I think we're really. I heard a guy over the weekend named Royce. I think his name was Royce White, and this guy ran for Congress, and he was on the show, and I was listening to him, and he said, look, straight up, our country has been invaded by another country, right? by another government. What These people are under the influence of the communist Chinese, and until we admit that and deal with that, I, I mean, I, I started thinking about this thing, and I'm thinking, man, Mitch McConnell's wife is Chinese Communist Party. Yep. You know, it's that's where we're at. Joe Biden is a protected and secure asset of the Chinese yep. Communist Party, and nobody gives a damn because yep. everybody can you imagine? I used to think that the Clintons were brilliant the way they passed money around. That's why nobody said anything about the Clintons because they went around with the money and passed it to everybody, Republicans included. Think how much the Chinese have done that and the Saudis. I mean, if we don't get a hold on that, we're going to have to separate ourselves from politics. Yeah. Right? Cause I think the political realm is corrupt. You know, and just one more thing I'm reading real clear politics today, looking at different articles 
And here comes one about how how disgusting and woke the Biden administration has made the U.S. military. And I'm thinking it was written by Senator Tom Cotton, who voted to fund it. That just, it, it irritated me. Two days after he votes to destroy our military, he writes an article like that. That is in your face. Yeah. And that, and Jason, that's what happened yesterday with um, some of those Republicans now coming out against the omnibus. Yep. In the Senate. It's like, where were y'all when uh, Mitch was going around whipping up votes for this thing? Why didn't y'all come out publicly then? Well, it's it's fascinating. And like the border is a prime example. You know, that's kind of the topic we're going to dive into today. But the people who are supposed to be on our side in the Republican Party, they're not on our side. They're letting this happen. They're not forcing change. We could have closed the border with the omnibus bill. I mean, if you're going to sign the omnibus bill, as terrible as it is, you could say, Joe, close the border. For God's sake, there's thousands of they people. They did close the border. Two and a half million people. They this did is close insane. the border. That's, and like there was actually a resolution that was introduced to get it added onto there that like we have to stop. It's an invasion. It's no longer migrants or any of that stuff. It's an invasion. And and the fact that Republicans are not going to handle, I mean, really, what's the federal government for? National security, ensuring states behave, right, right. you know, running a military. That's it. And a, it is a dereliction of duty of our elected officials that they won't secure the border. And Republicans, many are complicit with it, and it's beyond infuriating. And it's time for things to change. The Republicans caused it. Right. right. If, you look, if you look back in history, the Republicans have always been for amnesty. The Koch right. brothers and the, and the U.S. Chamber of Commerce that fund 80% of these candidates uh, are, are down with the cheap labor. They both want amnesty. They just want it for different reasons. Right. You know, the only the only person that ever came close to sealing the border since Dwight Eisenhower was Donald J. Trump was Trump. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least, you know, at least he came up with with a solution. He came with a solution. Um, He might have been working towards something else if he would have gotten the next four years after, you know, um, the first four. But at least he came up with something to slow it down. It's it's working. Right, the, the, right. the wall's still working. That's the reason that you see this influx at El Paso, because El Paso, there's a gate there in El Paso, a gate in the right. wall, and right. the Biden administration chained and padlocked it open. So that's where they have to come through. Otherwise, they'd be coming through the whole border. Right. And we probably wouldn't know these numbers like this. You know, you you look at you look at this um, infrared or whatever it's called, but. You look at all of these people and you're like, their country's not going through war. Right. Their country's not going through a massive, um, what's it called when you kill a whole lot of people? Uh, Massacre or uh, genocide. Genocide. They're not going through a genocide. No, no. This is, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a blue collar worker, these are your replacements. (laughs) these are your replacements coming in i'm not even hardly joking right no no no, i'm telling you if you you think you're working you think you're going to get 15 dollars an hour minimum wage just consider yourself unemployed because they're going to do it for three right and uh that money that is coming and the money that's going to them they ain't staying here 
is going back to the country. That's exactly right. I was going to say, here's the criminal part of it. Coming to America is one of the greatest things that any citizen of the world can have. I think we're the greatest country in the history of the world. And I think the honor and privilege of coming here are great. And I think there's a ton of immigrants. We all came from immigrants. And I think they're some of the best people in the world because they know and they understand the values of America. You force them to learn it. They actually appreciate America more than a lot of Americans. These people sneaking in the border are not immigrants. They they are just coming to loot and pillage our country. They're coming to work here and send the money back to theirs. They are not sharing our values. They're not trying to build our institutions. If they were, they'd come in the front door instead of the back door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, oh, I mean, they, they're even getting arrogant. Right. These people, these people are. Texas to Title 42. President Biden is going to get hurt. The court is not going to decide until June, apparently. And in the meantime, we have to enforce it. But I think it's overdue. Will you discuss running for re-election in St. Croix? You know, um, he doesn't even get the month right. <laughs> it's February, Joe. It's Not June. <laughs> but look, this is this is um, this is how arrogant they are. They, they're. Uh, listen to what somebody says. Hello, America. Good morning. Hello, America. He was like, hello, America. Look at him. Ladies and gentlemen, this is wrong. Some, the spigot has been turned on and the, and, and, and the water is just flowing with these people just coming in. And this is constant. This isn't, yeah. this isn't a one and done thing. No, I listened to a guy day. yesterday say since the beginning of the month, Baltimore's here. Right. <laughs> the whole Baltimore. <laughs> that's yeah. how many people. Right. Man. And that's continuing. This is, this is treason. This people. is treason. Yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we should go to the Capitol with torches. That's how yeah. bad this is. Yeah. yeah. I, I, if we don't do it soon, what are we going to ever do it for? Exactly. Yeah. These people are, these, excuse me, these people are coming to your neighborhood. Yeah. No matter where you live. Yeah, you know, too many of them. It's funny, too, because I don't think when I used to do corporate training, I'd talk about the boiled frog theory, which is you take a pot and you go to put a frog in a pot of boiling water to cook it. The frog hops out and runs away. It's like, I don't want this. But what you do is you put the pot, you put some cool water in, you put the frog in, you let it heat up. And before the frog knows it, there's big bubbles and it's cooked and it's done. Right. Think of what's happening to this country. It's like, yeah, we're going to do dreamers. Oh, we're going to do this. Oh, we're going to do that. Had we gone from where we were to where we are now with millions of people, we would never have stood for that. They have slowly progressed this over time. And the question for everybody, the folks listening and watching, is, is the water boiling enough? Are you mad enough that we're going to do something about it and demand change? Or are you just sitting there, you know, Splashing around the pot going, ah, oh, well, the water's getting kind of warm. It's not too bad. I mean, I am past boiled frog theory. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Well, let's let's talk about how they did it. 
They did it with tricking you into thinking there was two parties. Yeah. The Republican right. Party has been for, I remember, man, I remember back, I watched John McCain running for president, and he said, they called it a fence back then. They didn't call it a wall. He said, build the dang fence in his campaign commercial. And then he turned around and headed the gang of eight in the Senate with, with Marco Rubio and other Republicans for amnesty. Yeah. Right. Tillis did it two weeks ago in the Republican Party. I mean, that's that's how they did this. That's how they made it. They made everybody like us think that there was somebody in there fighting for us. And right. They never. They never were. No. No. They yeah, never no, were. And if we don't, if we don't, if you don't get that, you're not yeah. going to get anything else. Right. You're going to that keep on biggest, marching down the wrong road. That that was the biggest blanket. Um, the, talk about the big lie. When when you try to force or when you try to um, uh, make people believe that they are really fighting for you and then, well, yeah, that, yeah, that they're fighting for you. And then when you look at some of their decisions, like, wait a minute, I didn't ask for that. Right. But, but you know, they get on the floor and like, this is for the American people. No, I didn't ask no, for that. Not. Yeah. I mean, I didn't ask you to, to spend this money like that. As a matter of fact, it, I bet you if you take if you take a real poll, and I know they don't have time for these things, but if you take a real poll of the American people, they would tell you stop spending the money. Yes. They, they was they would say, Well, you know what? Since we don't have it, cut. Cut it. Right. Because because if you keep spending what we don't have, because we all know this in our household and our businesses, we're gonna flop. Everything's gonna turn bad. We won't be able, we won't have borrowing power, our credit will be shot. I mean, um, what? And listen uh, how they did it. Listen how they did it since 2007. Mm -hmm. Baseline budgeting. You've heard that name. Let me just Baseline quickly budget. give yeah. you a quick primer on what that is. Mm -hmm. Whatever we spent, every agency gets paid in the whole government with an omnibus. Yep. Since 2000, we've had CRs and omnibus bills mm -hmm. and continuing resolutions and omnibus bills. Every omnibus bill, every agency gets exactly what they got last year, plus 10%, plus, plus however many percent they say. So our cost of government, regardless of any fake cuts, uh, has continued, continued to increase every year. And, and just one more thing, when they talk about cuts, people like Paul Ryan, when he says we're going to cut this budget by 10%, that means we're going to give them the same amount of money as last year. And instead of 10%, we're going to give them 9%. Right. Right. That's right. what a budget cut is in, in fake Washington, D.C. Yep. Yep. We haven't cut any money in decades. Right. And, and you know, um, SCOTUS came down last night. Roberts, I don't, I don't believe it, but uh, came down last night and said that Title 42 is going to remain in place. Trump, the Trump era. Title 42 is going to remain in place. And um, I I went back and I saw this video where, now that comes down from the court. So I went back and I looked at this video when the Biden administration thought that they were going to live Title 42. And I was like, I hope some of the press agents or the press corps that go into the White House today, I hope that they throw this back 
in um, Corinne's. We, we remained under a court order to lift Title 42. That is Aren't a court order. That, that is a court order that is telling us to lift Title 42, and we're going to comply <coughs> because we follow the rule of law. That is sought oh. to lift. That is, but it is a court order. But that is that started by you guys. It was a court order that has been provided to us, and so now we have to comply, and that is we have to comply by December 21st. It is it is a law so that is with don't. Court? What I'm saying is that uh, what I'm saying that it is a court order that has been presented. How many to times us you gonna say that? Going to She's lying. Yeah. And, oh, and, and guess what? If it is a court order, then y'all just got another court order last night for it not to be lifted. Will and you I, comply? I agree with your intro. I think it's a, I think it's a delusion. Yeah. Title Forty Two. Look at those people. They're still coming, man. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. El Paso right. looks like a homeless camp. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw some video of El Paso. That's to see those people on American streets like that. Well, I mean, and let's is, let's explore this legally for what's happening. Kind of take a little TED talk with everybody. When COVID was declared a pandemic, Donald Trump instituted Title 42, first time it being used in the history of the country, to limit immigrants coming in because of the pandemic. The Joe Biden administration started a court process saying we want title 42 lifted meaning the pandemic is over but they still want to keep the emergency powers of the pandemic and a court ruled that they could lift title 42. so when john pierre says says title 42 is a court order you sued to have that court order you weren't directed it's not like somebody showed up and said hey here's the thing right and now that Title 42, they've only extended leaving Title 42 in place until they hear the case. This isn't like a set thing. This is a bridge for like five or six months. I think the I think the the thing's set to be um, heard set in to be, February. February. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So this is Too a temporary much. thing. And actually, if you're a real legal nerd, like I read the Supreme Court briefs, Gorsuch had Gorsuch voted against it. And he had a very powerful response. And he said, the only reason we're leaving Title 42 in place, legally Title 42 should not still be in place. The reason- I agree with that. The reason we're doing it is because there's this secondary emergency that doesn't apply to Title 42. And he dislikes the precedent that the court is going to step into things that the legislature should. So- well, Think about it, he's right. I mean- He's you know, absolutely right. To keep us on, keep using Title 42 as a defense, that's not a good defense. COVID's over. No, it's not a good right. defense. Right. We need right. law and order is what we need right now. We right. don't need extra stuff. Just follow the law that's already there. Correct. This and go El to jail Paso. if you don't. Right. This is El Paso. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. It's like a third world country. It is. Yeah. yeah. Look at that stuff. And that's mild. Yeah. That's where people are living. Honestly. And I watched a guy reporting there yesterday. He had a, a coat and hat on. It's cold down there. Oh, my God. And you remember AOC in her little white outfit staring yeah. at the empty parking lot going, oh, mm -hmm. look at the yeah. cages. Yeah. This They're is sleeping ridiculous. Outside, man. And this and, is I, what they want for get, all the get, big cities in America. And, and guess what? Remember when they were walking? They didn't have blankets. Right. Yeah. No, he didn't. Somebody's yeah. giving them all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yep. But um, they ought to send again, them back over. That's what they ought to do. They, they, ought, to, they to. ought to gather I mean, them all up, get the cattle the right. trucks, get the freaking bayonets, get these yeah. people out of here. 
Here's the thing, too. How is it that wanting people to come into America legally makes you a bad person? Like, how has that been, they have how, turned been transformed? The they have turned the tables on right is wrong and wrong is right. And that, I mean, that, I was thinking about that yesterday. They have just decided to, uh, uh, well, not just decided, but over the past decades or so, they have gotten to the point where it's hard to tell who's right and who, well, it's not hard to tell. They just won't do anything. They just switch things up. Uh, I mean, the budget, you know, we talk about the budget all the time. That's what they're supposed to do is create a budget. They won't create a budget. And it's supposed to take almost all year to do it. That's their main job right? is the budget. You know, and I'll I'll say, I just have to put, add this one more time. Um, I don't think that this country is capable of opening legal immigration. Everybody in this country is not working. We're $30 trillion in debt. I I don't see how you bring more people in, especially people that are going to require assistance. You know, I think we need a 10-year break. Absolutely. Or five years of all immigration, except for emergency cases. Well, Uh, and here's the thing. You can either have a secure safety net and all all that, or you can have robust immigration. You can't have both. And people, when they get here, need to start producing. And... you know, you just talked about the secure safety net. Um, I'm sure, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think that secure safety net was supposed to was supposed to stay in there that long. No. I think that they were doing it for a certain period, and then all of a sudden they realized, well, you know, we can keep on doing this and keep on doing it and keep on doing it and start taking more money. I mean – I guess the question is, how much can you tax the American people? Right. How much well, can you let's tax talk them? about that? Why yeah. are we even paying taxes, to be honest? I, I mean, the fact of the matter is, is the government is wantonly. It's not a law, but you can go to prison for it. Right, that crazy? I mean, if they can print as much money as they want and give uh, it to any of these countries, yeah. why do you need? Oh, look at Hutch. Hutch, Let me see. my boy. <laughs> <laughs> it only took too much to Something is wrong here because oh. <laughs> white guy got the black one and the black one. <laughs> 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 uh, I wondered if you'd pick up on that way. That's funny stuff. Took three times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's it's like right is wrong and wrong is right in this country. And honestly, which I also put on my Twitter earlier, I was like, you know what? If you, like I said in January, I don't care who you are. I don't care what party you belong to. I'm, I'm calling you out. Hardworking Americans are getting hurt by yep. the stupid decisions that are coming out of D.C. They can't work together. They can't talk. Well, no, 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 no. They can't work together in public. They can't talk together in public. They can't be in the same room in public. Now, what they do behind closed doors, and and um, Hutch knows this. Hutch remembers that uh, what happened in uh, um, a few years ago. They, I mean, these people, these people are chummy. They are. These and people you, are chummy. They eat together. They they, they probably sleep together too. You know what I was thinking? I'm I'm telling you, I was thinking about this um, for the last couple of days. 
these people are not normal people, man. Mm. No. People that are in Congress, they're look at just just take a brief look at normal. their names. Who in the hell names their son Aza? <laughs> or Addison. Addison. That's Mitch McConnell's first name. Addison. Really? Or or Reince. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Willard. Romney's name is Willard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, Nancy Pelosi's a beard. You know, if you don't know what a beard is, back in the 70s, we used to call it a fag hag. <laughs> you know, that's what Nancy Pelosi is. You saw that with Paul Pelosi. And that's what Elaine Chow is, too. You know, Elaine Chow's that same thing. She's Anytime a beard we too. get to work in hammer time stories into the podcast, it's a great day. <laughs> just, <laughs> I wasn't going to. We need to have a hammer just, so that when we refer to Paul Pelosi, we just break out the hammer. Don't, don't worry about time. Paul Pelosi. Google Mitch, Google Mitch McConnell court martial. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was listening. I'm not saying. To, I, I was listening to War Room yesterday, and Bannon was going off about Mitch McConnell. He was like, "Yo, well, what about in the army, man?" And I, I didn't think nothing about. It. I googled that stuff. I was like. I don't know if it's true or not, but I do know this. There was fact checkers that said it was false from yeah. 2022. Yeah. 2022. Yeah. yeah I this happened in 67. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. And look at Senator Cooper from Kentucky sends yep. the commander of Fort Knox, Kentucky, a letter, and all of a sudden Addison's out. Right. <laughs> and so are his court martial records. What mm-hmm. like Missing. Hutch said, uh, if, if you're watching this live, do it after the show. But if you're listening to it, hit the pause button and Google yeah. Mitch McConnell. I don't know if it's true or not. It looks real. Right. I mean, yeah. and he looks like a he could be a closet clunker. <laughs> closet clunker. Doesn't he? Yeah, I no, mean, he knew. That's why. And that's why. His that's wife's why fine, man. I mean, she's yeah. older now, but. She, she is fine. She is fine. She is fine. And look at him, man. What's he have to offer? And you know, every even time when I look he at was him, young, he, he really does young. look like a freaking turtle. He does. He, he does. Really does look like a turtle. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, he's been in Congress for so freaking long. Yeah. I mean, this guy, this guy's in the art. He, he gets a college degree first. He, right. he goes to law school and gets a degree. Then he enlists. During the whole time he was in school, he's deferred from Vietnam. Right. right. 1967. Vietnam is pumping, baby. It's pumping. There's a lot of troops over there. So he enlists, and two months later, they let him go for something with your eye that, that you can fix? Doesn't make sense. <laughs> Doesn't make sense at all. If we were conspiracy theorists, we might think something I just was hate up Mitch McConnell. Right? Yeah, I, just, I, I can't stand I the traitors. I, I can't either. He is a traitor. Yeah. You know, that guy I was talking about, Royce White, I think was his name, he had two framed pictures in his, in his studio. One with the 18 senators that voted for the omnibus and the other with the 20 House people that voted for it. I've been, t- I've been starting to use, when I, g- when I put something on Getter that's affected by, like, the invasion of the border, mm. I put on there, this was brought to you by the Senate GOP, and I yep. have a copy and paste, and I paste all those people's names. Mm. Every t- I'm never letting them off, never. Tom Cotton, you are dead to me. Yeah. Oh, my Here God, you were on yesterday, Hutch, but how mad are you at Tom Cotton? Man, was how has he not addressed it? Well, he was addressed. He's a, he's cross-dressed. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, he is. But I mean, how do you vote? For, how do you vote for that and turn around two days later and and write an article about how bad the military is when you're the one that caused it? Yeah. Right. That's what they you do, know. though. For I mean, for 
Like you said, there's something wrong with these people. These people say whatever they want to say, yeah. gets caught on camera, and then they turn around and say, well, I didn't say it. We got and you on camera. What, what's 99% of our cohorts, the other people in new media and conservative media, what do they do? They call out Biden and the Democrats all day long, every day. Don't do that. Yep. Don't do that. Right. They're, they're all, you know they're there, but yeah. we have half of the field. Yeah. We have half the field. Call our people out. We have We're to. the ones that are causing it. That border is the Republicans' fault. Yeah. The military yep. is the Republicans' fault. Ukraine is the Republicans' fault. Yes. Think and, about it. Think about it. Donald Trump said, give me the money. Told the Republicans, give me the money. Just, I mean, I'm here now. Look, you might not ever have this chance again. Give me the money. And they didn't give him the money. Right. And the entire government mobilized to make sure it will never happen again. Yeah. You had the chance. Yeah. yeah. Paul Ryan. Yeah. Why well, Unbelievable. If, if I can make my public service announcement for why I support President Trump, and I think this extends to the group, <laughs> if you can ever look at, you know the Democrats are against you. If you look at the establishment uniparty Republicans, big tech, big media, anybody that all of those people unite against to take down, that's who I'm supporting. I think it's a no-brainer that, that no matter what you think of President Trump, no matter who you think might be the candidate, I want the guy that scares the hell out of all those people because they think he's going to do something about it. You know, um, for for those, and we, again, we want to thank those that are watch, watching the show right now and those listening to the show. If you're on Rumble, if I I I I can't I can't um, stress this enough. If you're on Rumble, hit that Rumble Plus sign right underneath the video. I mean, I, I see a lot watching. I don't see a lot of the pressing of the rumble, uh, uh, rumble the video. There's a reason why you do that. It's because the video gets pushed up so that more people can see what we're talking about and how serious we are about protecting this country and protecting voters in itself. If you're on Facebook and Twitter, the same thing. The same thing with Getter. Share, especially Getter. But share um, share what we are saying because honestly, we're not doing it just to get on here and do it for clicks. We're not doing it for. I've always been in the business of providing information and try to educate people. I love doing that. I love it. Um, as a matter of fact, that brings me to this. Um, Key Hobbs tried to get uh, Carrie Lake in trouble. But I think there's some uh, a Methodist madness on this decision, though. But um, the judge, was, uh, um, Katie Hodge, wanted uh, Carrie Lake sanctioned. And the judge came down last night and said, nope. Her attorneys could face up to hundreds of thousands of dollars in sanctions. And Governor-elect Katie Hobbs joining Maricopa County, filing motions to sanction the Republican and former gubernatorial candidate. Yeah, this is just days after a judge ruled against Lake's election lawsuit in which she made claims of widespread misconduct. Fox 10's Justin Lum joins us live tonight with the latest. Justin. And Mark, Christina, the deadline to appeal the judge's ruling just passed right now at 5 this evening. Meanwhile, Katie Hobbs and several other lawyers have officially motioned to sanction Carrie Lake and her lawyers, telling the court how much the defense's work on the failed lawsuit will cost. Tonight, Carrie Lake and lawyers hit with a motion for sanctions filed by Maricopa County and Governor-elect Katie Hobbs. 
On Saturday, a judge said he found no intentional misconduct in the 2022 general election after a two-day trial. The county's motion for sanctions says enough really is enough. If you want to play, you know, unfrozen caveman lawyer on your YouTube channel. Okay, now, that, that, that was a story. But last night, the judge said no, he wasn't going to sanction Carrie Lake. Now, well, Wayne, why, well, why did you do it that way? Because the judge is trying to cover all of his bases. That's why. The judge is trying to show that he is not impartial, that he's impartial, that he's not one-sided on this thing. We're going to give this to Hobbs, but we don't want to ruffle any feathers with the sanctions and stuff over here. He's trying to be, or at least I think he's trying to be even-handed with this thing. Now, she filed the appeal anyway. She filed the appeal. So uh, I, I think it might be going to Supreme Court in Arizona. I can, can I jump in there, too, and talk a little bit about uh, that decision? Because I spent way too much time last night reading the decision, the appeal, and doing some some research on it. So I actually found an interesting uh, Substack breakdown of it uh, mm -hmm. Great from Great American Mail, who actually has a podcast where they talk constitutional things. So... Prior to this hearing, Arizona law was all that you need to establish to get an election redone is that there was malfeasance or there was enough irregularities that could have warranted changing of the outcome. There was no bar in Arizona and the case there are two cases had gone to the Arizona Supreme Court that said you had to prove intentionality to those things and i mean wayne had talked about that but i'm like let me check to see if this is actually a thing and it turns out prior to this case in arizona the arizona supreme court ruled all you had to do is say something was funky you didn't have to prove intention this judge added intentionality onto it now here's the other interesting thing if you're going to prove they intentionally did it that's going to take three months six months of interviewing people going there through emails go. He gave them two dang days. There's no way. And only two out of 10 counts. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so, so I go back then and I read his ruling. He never said in his ruling that there was not enough shenanigans in the election to turn the election. He only said she didn't prove intentionality, which he could have never done in, right. in two days. So and, and guess what? That's what many of the judges did with Trump. Right. I was just getting ready to say, let me let me break that down for the street guys out there. Right. The law was a certain way, and then 2020 happened. Right. And then the and then the people in politics realized, my God, these people are going to come after us and we're going to get caught. So they made the freaking rules stronger. And then when when the lady when Carrie Lake brings the lawsuit, the reason for those sanctions was to scare anybody else from ever doing that again. Right. And I'm glad he brought the sanctions down. She still has to pay $33,000 witness fees, though. Yeah. You know? But I don't know. I don't know how you have to do that if you're a defendant or I mean, you're a plaintiff and you got to pay for people that are already on the on the dime in Maricopa County. Well, it's funny. I, I looked into that. There is a statute in Arizona that if you bring a lawsuit and you lose the lawsuit, that the winner gets to ask the loser for their expert witness fees, which is what they did. I don't see that the, the, the way I look at that though to me that shouldn't be see a lawsuit is what to me when you're going after money right 
or something like that. I could understand a, a law like that for that. So you stop people from making a living off of lawsuits. Mm-hmm. But yep. when you're in an election and you feel like you've been robbed, it should be your right as yeah. a citizen to challenge that. You shouldn't but have to pay money. But let's think of this precedent that they're setting in Arizona. They're saying that the only way you can contest an election, go forward, is if you can prove that, right. like it's the ridiculous. smoking gun, like the email that says, hey, guys, we're going to go steal the election, which you would never be able to do in a timely enough fashion from when the election occurs to when you have to prove it. That's why the standard was always you just needed to show there was enough irregularities to switch the election. And look I how just, they do it with re- look how they do it against against Italian criminals. Right. You know, and against black criminals. They use Rico. Right. All you have to do is prove there's an organization. They're going to jail. Right. But for but for this, it's it's you gotta have this impossible uh ceiling to hit. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and I guarantee this is coming from Washington. It ain't coming from Arizona. Right. Arizona's just the, the state this year. This is going well, to be everywhere. You, That's so they can steal elections. Yeah, They're and if you think about it, Katie Hobbs knew the fix was in. She was never worried. She didn't campaign. No. She's just like, ah, whatever. You know, I'm gonna go John to give Fetterman, a Fetterman's out there, Biden. They all you know, this is in your face, folks. Right. Yeah. It's in your face. And that or you know what you were you're talking about um uh the uh, you're talking about the you're talking about those things. We can't forget about what's going on in the the house with the speakership yeah. situation. Um, that has been sort of quieted down. Many people aren't talking about it, but it's because they're on vacation, uh, right? Oh boy, is <laughs> oh boy went on vacation, not having the speakership. Nope. I don't think he's going to get it. I don't. I mean, I don't think he's going he to get it. Get it. I don't not. think he's going to get it either. Uh, America's and, tired of Cal- tired of California politicians, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, especially fake brill cream ones like him, right? <laughs> Living with Frank Luntz. What he is is <laughs> there's a large group of us that want to see uh, Kevin McCarthy's leader, even though we might disagree uh, on specific policies, on rhetoric, on different things. But the reality is, is there's no one that's worked harder uh, to get yeah, us to the point where we are today with the Republican majority. There's no <laughs> one that's spent more time traveling around the districts to Look, see California. what type of district we represent. Yep. In my yep, district California. in Marjorie's and my district in uh, other districts around the country are totally different uh, from one another. For me, I mean, as you can see the pictures behind me, cows and water and and uh, yeah, almonds, like I mean, we're, we're farming districts <laughs> and we focus on a lot of different issues than others. Um, but there's the reality is, is we need McCarthy who has spent time <laughs> Uh, traveling the country, getting into all these different districts to work really hard uh, to try to build consensus among all of us Republicans. You know what? Be divided at points. Got the Erie Canal over there. That's a ball face lie. Look, just because you might go to maybe two or three friendly states that you have a Republican convention or a Republican conference doesn't mean that you're traveling the country. All right. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you aren't, well, I tell you one place you ain't going. I tell you, you ain't going to no minority neighborhood. <laughs> you yep. ain't going to you ain't going to no trailer parks. I, 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 t- show me, show me where you're reaching out to those voters. Give me a photo. Give me a. I'll need doctrine if you want to. I, yeah, you, you, I mean, they don't even have the decency to doctor a photo to show that they even try and. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, the, these people don't care. No, well, you he traveled the country. He, he went from um, coast to coast. Yeah, flights go out all the time like that. I mean, so what? Whatever, man. You, you. Um, I'll tell hey, you, and, and then there's Santos. You know what? I was talking about. <laughs> I mean, man, this guy, I swear. He I, can't I go in, man. I'm telling you, he can't go in. I'm telling you. I watched last night. Oh, that was bad. I Tucker. watched Tulsi Gabbard. That was bad. Tulsi Gabbard. This guy is a moron. That was, it was bad. He is a moron. He is not worth saving, folks. This guy, no. he lied 16 ways from Sunday, to quote yes, Schumer. He, yep. he lied about every damn thing. Yep. The guy's horrible. He got up there, and he tried to justify it. Yep. I mean, I'm thinking, oh, man, you are toast. And then you got, and I'm, so, I'm calling it the way I see it. MTG is losing a lot of moxie with me. You know what? Me too. Me. She came out and defended this guy and, and sure smoked did. Tulsi Gabbard. And I'm she thinking, sure did. You're a damn fool. But lady, yeah. what's wrong? You want this moron on our team? Yep. She Why said, would you want? This guy's a Democrat. I guarantee you. Yep. She said that Tulsi was too hard on him. Oh, my, she was too easy on him. I, you, you know what? Honestly, she let him keep talking and talking and yeah. talking. I'm thinking, cut him off. Yeah. Cut him off. Yeah. 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 A permanent Washington has created a culture where it's a. Also, when you're watching this, I'm glad she did did it the way that she did it. But how can how can anybody say that she was one sided? Went on this on this topic of George Santos. Acceptable to lie to further your own interests. Just try not to get caught. I should know. I served in Congress for eight years, but even when these politicians do get caught. People just shrug their shoulders and move on. No big deal. No consequences. A few examples. Dick Blumenthal lied about his military service. And of course, Elizabeth Warren. She lied about having Native American heritage. So no one should be surprised that the American people don't trust these politicians. They've got no faith that those in Washington are actually working for the people when they're so clearly working for themselves. Yep. Now, there are new accusations that George Santos, who was just elected to represent New York in Congress in this past election, has actually been lying extensively about his own past. Now, he admits that picture even looks like a lie. What do you see him For example, person? Santos acknowledges that yeah. he, quote, embellished his resume by saying that he graduated from Baruch College, but he didn't. Nope. Now, Santos has also admitted he never actually worked for Citigroup and Goldman Sachs, even though his website suggested that he did. Additionally, Santos once called himself a proud Jew, but in an interview with the New York Post, Santos now says, quote, I am Catholic because I learned my maternal family had a Jewish background. I said I was Jew. They went to a delicatessen one time. There are other accusations, but now we have the opportunity to hear directly from George Santos himself. This is his very first TV. Look at that picture. Remember that picture, folks. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you know oh, what? You know, so? Yeah, I got it. I got it. The results that people are looking yeah, well, for are called into question when you tell blatant lies, not embellishments. And this is, this is I think, one of the biggest concerns, Congressman-elect, is that you don't really seem to be taking this seriously. You've apologized. You said you've made mistakes, but you've outright lied. A lie is not an embellishment on a resume. You said you worked at Goldman Sachs and Citigroup. 
but they've said we've got no record of this guy working for us. You've said you've gone and graduated from these universities, but they've said, well, we've got no record of that. These are blatant lies, and it calls into question how your constituents and the American people can believe. And here's a video of you, you saying to Hail Mary. Standing on the floor of the House of Representatives, supposedly fighting for them. That's the real issue here. Well, look, I, and I, I agree with what you're saying, and as I stated, resign. and I continue, right. we can debate my my resume and how I worked with firms such as Goldman. Is and it Citigroup debatable or is it long, just false? But, no, is it's it debatable or is it just debatable. false? I, no, no, it's not false at all. It's it's debatable. I can I can sit down and explain to you what you can do in private equity, in in <clears> capital <throat> intro, via servicing limited partners and general partners, and we can have this discussion that's going to go way above the American no, people's not. head. But that's not what I campaigned on. I campaigned on delivering results wow. for the American people. If you want to have that discussion, I'd be glad to Tulsi to explain that to you Con and Congress make sure that we, Damn, we settle the score. Yes, she is. That this is not about settling scores, and I think you just you just kind of highlighted I think my concern, the concern that people at home have. You're saying that this discussion will go way above the heads of the American people, basically insulting their intelligence. So not only are you now backtracking on these I'm lies saying. that I, you've told, but, but you're saying that you can't that's explain it in a way that coming. your constituents would actually be able to understand. I can explain it in a way if you give me if debatable. you give me the time, I can easily give the if you give me the time, I can easily explain it uh, we're out of time <laughs> I gave you 10 minutes, <laughs> she was like she was like she let him up wow. but she was nice about it i mean yes he was yeah he was a train wreck i, I don't i don't see how you support that guy yeah. how did he I, win I, his I, election i want to know who he ran against that's in manhattan or long island or something in new york i mean yeah he was one of those ones that zeldon pulled over the over the finish line right is it, is it, i mean i don't know if he personally campaigned for him but he was that group of of congressman out of new york but uh he's got to go man i mean come on well um there was there was a uh <laughs> you know she was talking to him about integrity um she was talking to santos about integrity and somebody went back and they looked at a video they found a video of a debate about him talking about in, in about the integrity part uh but you know so many people that i've been seeing online on our side is like well biden this and biden that and it doesn't make it right but okay no. fine we've been calling out this we've been saying that these people need to step down we vote them out so guess what we need to do the same thing if we have somebody at the gates that's getting ready to get it that I mean, not, fr not frivolously but this guy got caught yeah, and, and hey. six lies, man. I mean, hey. all kind. Yeah, you can't I mean, accept you know, that, man. Said that said that he couldn't even pay his rent, but then he lent his campaign seven hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> People are like, "Where did that money come from?" You know, and you what look at you see that you see the way Republicans rescue. you see the way Republicans are acting. It's dog rescue, right? And they're freaking. You can tell we're being infiltrated. This guy is a perfect candidate for that. Here's if what nothing I'm else, say. they got all kind of stuff on them. Here's what I'm going to say about this story. I freaking love it because I love when the Democrats have to come up and attack us for the stuff they do all the time. 
And it's like, this guy's an inconsequential house member. He'll get booted or whatever will happen. But I just love the feeding frenzy. Kind of like when they kicked a couple journal a lefties off of Twitter and everybody lost their mind. Like, I just love looking at MSNBC where they're like, I can't believe he lies. And as somebody who pays attention, you're like, do you have any idea how much the leadership of your party lies all the time? And now you're taking the high road. I find it like it's terrible. He shouldn't be in the house. We should kick him out, but from an entertainment factor, I find it terribly entertaining. Here's um, here's his uh, political opponent. My heritage is Jewish. I've always identified as Jewish. I was raised a practicing Catholic. I think I've gone through this. Even I've not not being raised a practicing Jew. I've always joked with friends and circles. Even with in the campaign, I'd say, guys, I'm Jewish. Remember, I was raised Catholic. Joining us now is Robert Zimmerman, who is the Democratic candidate who lost to Santos in that election. Good to be with you both. Thank you for joining us again on this. Sure. Do you think that he should resign? Oh, absolutely. I've called for his resignation without question. In fact, I said, I said publicly that he, if he's so if it, actually, if his name is George Santos, let's get that straight. Assuming his <laughs> name is George Santos, yeah. I think, in fact, he should resign his position. Do you based think it's likely he would he, resign, though? Based on the lies he's told. And I said... If he's so confident that he's got the he's got the trust of the voter, I'd face him in a rematch. But in fact, do I think he'll resign? No, I don't think he'll resign. I think he's a pathological liar. I think he's not capable of shame. But I do think the investigation that the New York State Attorney General has opened up, a House Ethics Committee investigation that more Republican uh, a Republican member of Congress just called for recently, Congressman Nicola Loda, uh, I think all that's leading to hopefully a Department of Justice probe. And I think those investigations could be real game changers over his personal money and how he used his money for his campaign. You know, and then now... Uh, the problem, that, the, yeah. the problem is going to be if he resigns, that Hochul's going to be the one that selects somebody to replace him. Right. Is that true, though? Because, I don't know. I think. Be, because, because his uh, Republican opponent wants to have a special election. But I think it's up to the governor. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not positive. I know I've seen that before. Well, I think they can do a special election too. Yeah, the um, his the one that he beat. The Republican opponent says, "Okay, well, in light of all this, let's." That, that's let's what I was thinking. The primary opponent. Yeah, let's have an election and let's do this, and then go from there. But um, this this uh, this this guy that you just saw just a while ago had them had him almost dead to rights uh, as. You can probably see, or as you will see, uh, when um, Santos, oh man, oh yeah, when Santos was, um, when Santos saw that he had receipts, his face changed. Um, where is it at, right? Where is it at? I thought, I, I thought, oh yeah, here it is. With the two men who want to replace Tom Swazi. Mr. Santos, voters are concerned about the state of our democracy. The Sugar. January 6th hearings have blamed Donald Trump for his involvement. Fair or not fair? Look, I think it's prerogative of the committee, right? If they if they have enough corroborated evidence and they want to put that blame on Donald Trump, that's on them. Uh, look. Do you blame Donald Trump? 
I look at it this way. I, I can't blame one person for every each individual person's individual responsibility on that day. But I would have not gone into the, the Capitol. Let's be very George, honest. George, you defended Donald Trump. Oh, you said his speech said to Laura Trump in a TV interview, his speech was Donald Trump at his most awesomeness. You were there at the stop. He was energized. He was, 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 was there at the stop. It was a great rally. speech at the You actually had the legal fees. No, I did not. You said so once again on video. I did not. Watch your face. Watch your face. I did not pay a single legal fee. You said you paid the legal fees to get a ton of them out. These were people whose violence, Ooh. in fact, you even defended their being in the Capitol. These people whose violence was so extreme that police officers were killed and over oh, 100 God. police officers were he injured. Said, he Yet said, despite read that, the quote all bail, you want. You got the, you put, I did put, not post bail for anyone, you paid, Robert. You That's their a legal fees to get them. And you know it. Oh, here's the quote, George. I'm you glad know to it. share the it with you. The problem with you is, Robert, you want to read quotes all you want. The reality <laughs> is, <laughs> you don't want to be genuine with the American people. That's why the rank and file of every single major law enforcement union on Long Island has endorsed me over you because they know I stand with them. I don't. I don't bow. I don't bend. George, I don't play when, games. George, I don't play political when you nuclear when you football. Post, when you pay with the, law enforcement, when you pay like legal, you your party when you pay legal fees to get people out of jail who who attack police. I did not and pay legal police. Fees. You said so publicly. When you say Robert, that, George, you, you, you wanted George, to you're not standing up for the guy. Come on, you Robert. You supported the big lie. You stood up for the. It was you, you stood supported the guy who created the bill who made law enforcement officers less safe, who's killed law enforcement all across this state. I didn't, you know, George, you know very George, well. you know damn well, excuse you know, my language. Oh, come on, George, no, we're going to go to that. George, Jeez. you know very well, and this is critical because it's about our democracy. The fact that you supported the effort to overturn the election. I did not support any effort to overturn any election, unlike you, who for 16 years denied the 2000 election, saying Al Gore won that race. Here's your quote, November 6, 2020. Robert. The rampant fraud of these elections is frightening. I urge the FBI, CIA, and DOJ to intervene, stop the counting of illegal votes. You even said when you lost for Congress by 13%, the election was stolen from you too. Robert, when you, when I you never was. I, I, I couldn't to Tom Swazi two days after the absentee ballots were open. How did I contend? George, do you have an honest moment inside George, of you ever when George, you're campaigning? George, the very idea that you would try to undermine our democracy. He's creepy. What's crazy is, and this is something that we've said on this show, don't run from what you say. Right. If you say that's it. what I was thinking. If they would have pulled out in front of me, I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, exactly." Right. 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 It was yeah. being stolen. That's right. Hey, you're you're right. Right. Yeah. Political prisoners. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Jenny, bring that T-shirt over here. Bring that T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. See, y'all stole the election. Got it. See, right. you know, I mean, don't run from it. But he didn't want to answer. He didn't want to get caught in those in those answers, and then. Did you see his face? He was he was like, I didn't say it, I didn't say it, and then we put the paper. Well, you can read whatever quote that you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Took the dude a long time to find I like the right it because it's like I mean, right. watching him is like watching a Democrat. It is. Like, yeah. They do yeah. this shit all the time where it's yeah. like Joe and what's Biden, he gonna do? Is he gonna get in office and start voting for gun control and red right. flag laws and everything else, immigration? Screw him. We can take the hit. We got enough seats. We can take the hit. Right. But I mean, seriously, Joe Biden stood on the debate stage and said, oh, the Hunter Biden laptops, Russian disinformation. He flat out lied to his face, stone cold. That's the same thing this dude's doing. He's like, and here's the thing that I'll say, and this is kind of a bigger point, but at some point, the country needs to get back to equal enforcement of the law. And if this guy's Mm -hmm. held to those standards, and we're not going to hold lefties to those standards. Like, like Governor Whitmer, who claims she got kidnapped. Right. Or, or that, that guy went to jail for 16 years. That's yesterday. ridiculous, yeah. 
And, and 16 years for something the FBI set up. That's that's freaking disgusting. January 6th, two years these guys have been in jail without nobody's, nobody's interviewed Epps. Ray Epps has never been. For trespassing. For trespassing. Yeah. Actually. I, I mean. No, go ahead, actually they, actually, they sort of interviewed. that There was a press. Uh, yeah, that takes me to Osama bin Laden uh, real quick. Well, Wayne, what do you mean? The CIA, the FBI, Homeland Security, all these people were out there looking for Osama bin Laden, right? He lives they were looking Avenue. hard. He lives up right. on Fifth Avenue in Dearborn. Yeah. <laughs> CNN had a crew that went over there and, and, yeah. and interviewed him. <laughs> right. I remember that. <laughs> they, 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 what about when they, remember when they interviewed the guy from the Northern Alliance and the TV camera guy had a gun and killed him? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like you know you i mean this the man these game these games are getting too much man these they games are. are getting too much but you said about the democrats about holding the democrats accountable like i said yesterday it depends on what tier you are on the democrat side right the lower democrats are they do get caught and they do get kicked out me and Hutch joke about the money in the refrigerator all the time or the freezer all the time. Yeah. I mean, the FBI knocked on the door. Just consider, they, consider the government, the two parties, two families of the mafia. That's all they are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly I mean, what they are. They will kill you if you are in the way. There was a, there was a, a black congresswoman down there in Georgia or at um, Atlanta. She was Hillary Clinton's friend. Yep. Stole a whole lot of money for some charity or whatnot. Hillary walked away from her. She she got arrested and charged and 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 everything. So it happens on the lower tier. The same thing that's happening with this dude. He's lower tier. I mean, let's explain lower tier. They took out presidents too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. JFK. They're, they're not running the show. <laughs> they're puppets. Right. They're puppets. They're not running the show. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah, think when you look what, at those, when you look at that humanity coming across the border, the only real way to stop this is with a national strike. Right. And everybody quits working. Now think yeah. about all those numbers. Yeah. All those people. That's the replacements. That would be cool. That would be cool. Well, I mean, I don't even know. See, again, back in the 60s, Back in the forties and thirties, forties and fifties, when pro, when when uh, when people in your neighborhood said, "Yeah, they're going to protest something," protest was a protest, right? Protest was a freaking protest. Today, it's like a riot. It, well, they're going to do it. I don't have to do it. I'll just sit at home and you know whatnot. That's why nothing ever because nobody's on the same page anymore. You know, well, if it's not happening to me and it's happening to them, and God help them, I'll pray for them. But I'm, but I got my family to think about. I got my job to think I about. I got my pension. I have to. I, I have my, to kick down these people's doors, or I won't get my pension. Yep, my retirement. Mr. FBI I, guy. <laughs> and CIA. Yeah. Look, I'm telling and you, local police. <laughs> I played. I played that video yesterday, Hutch. Hutch, I don't know. Um, I don't know if you saw that video. Uh, oh, oh man. Um, ladies and gentlemen, just make sure that you remember that 
the 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 uh, the FBI uh, um, the, um, the FBI is not the only one that is responsible for what's happening around here. This you have to if you are going to put if you are going to say FBI, you have to put CIA up there. You have to. They're the brains behind the operation. Well, they are the, the brain. They're two different sides of the government. I mean, you got the Department of Justice on the executive branch side, and then you got the State Department, which is the CIA, on the other side. And and Karine Jean Pierre said it well a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. She said it's a whole of government approach. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what you're finding out on the Twitter files. Yeah. It's a whole of government approach. It goes all the way down to mayors, folks. Can you imagine though the CIA? Um, putting, I mean, you don't know who's answering you, you don't know who's responding to you, but the CIA, who is responsible for misinformation? These people, that's what they do. Yeah, we're that's there, what we're, they do. We're the State Department's headquartered at Foggy Bob on the seventh floor. That's the United States government. Yeah, it's yep. not in Washington, D.C., it's on the seventh floor at Foggy Bottom. And they think they're smarter than everybody else, they think they're better than everybody else, and they're not. They're the ones that run the battlefield, believe Brian, it or not. Before we get to um, last thoughts, let me I thought that it was a matter of uh, real concern that planted stories intended to serve a national purpose abroad um, came home and were circulated here and believed here because uh, this would mean that the CIA could manipulate the news in the United States by channeling it through some foreign country. And we're looking at that very carefully. Do you have any people being paid by the CIA who are contributing to a major circulation American journal? We do have people who submit pieces to other two American journals. Do you have any people paid by the CIA who are working for television networks? This, I think, gets into the kind of uh, getting into the details, Mr. Chairman, that I'd <laughs> like to get into an executive session. Uh, at That's crazy. Uh, it's been going we, on for uh, ever since World War II. Contacted yeah. by the CIA. As a matter of fact, by the time I became the head of the whole news and public affairs operation in 1954, the news and public affairs operation in the 50s. If I'd carry on with them, we have quite a lot of detailed information, uh, and we will evaluate it, and we will include any um, evidence of wrongdoing or any evidence of impropriety in our final report and make recommendations. Do you have any people being paid by the CIA who are contributing to the national news services, AP and UPI? Well, again, I think we're getting into the kind of detail, Mr. Chairman, that I'd prefer to handle in executive <laughs> session. That's nice. Senator, do you think that you named Condolences to your family on your suicide next uh, week. That, that remains to be <laughs> Yes. I think it was entirely in order for our correspondents at that time 
uh, to make use of uh, CIA agent ch uh, chiefs uh, of station and other members of there the There you go, CBS News CIA using the CIA. Information which mm -hmm. were useful in their assessments of world conditions. Would you say that continues today? Well, I, yeah, I no, would think no, probably right. for a reporter it would continue today, but because of all of the revelations of the period of the 1970s, uh, it seems to me that a reporter's got to be much more circumspect in doing it now, or he runs the risk of uh, at least being looked at with considerable disfavor by the public. I think you've got to be much more careful about it. Bottom line is, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, they are experts at what they do. That's why I was telling Jason yesterday, that's why when you look over there in Iran and you see those signs in America, free, <laughs> I mean, just straight up, I mean, good fonts too. I mean, good, I mean, good fonts and everything. Free this or death to this. Muslims or, for Obama. Yeah, <laughs> death to USA. It's like, wait a minute, why isn't that in uh, Muslim? Why is that in total English? Right. I mean, what are those students that created those signs or whatnot? You know, no, those are uh, Iraqi men holding death to America signs and stuff. H how did y'all get all those American flags? Oh, it was funded by the AFL CIO. And <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're burning all these. How did you get all those flags? <laughs> Okay, all right. I mean, I ain't look. I ain't. I'm not being um, um, conspiratorial. That was in the seventies. It's time to start being conspiratorial. That you know the whole word <laughs> conspiracy. You know where that came from? The JFK yeah, assassination. Yeah, it's yeah. all to make you shut up. Yeah, that's that's something we got to get away from. We got to we got to throw those handcuffs off. Yeah, in my you opinion, know, most of us really do understand what happened with the JFK. We we still don't know the reason why. We I can have the reason why we can debate. Well, you know, well, what do you I think? I mean, his, his brother was the attorney general okay. and they helped him. I mean, if you look at the election of JFK, he only won by a hundred some thousand votes. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And yeah, it was because Chicago, of Chicago, Chicago put him on yeah. and, and Kansas city and new Orleans yeah. with the Marcellos and, and Sam Giancana in Chicago. Well, you know, some people say that it was because, he was um, getting ready to get rid of the CIA. That's true. Mm -hmm. It was a double pronged thing, and he also yeah. was getting ready to end the gold Vietnam standard. War. Yeah, which and is the reason we came off the gold standard. Yeah, right. yeah, with Nixon. Yeah, yeah, in '73 um, with Nixon. Yeah, I don't know what year it was, but it was during his term. So, yeah, there we go. All right, let's let's let, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's been real. It's been real. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Uh, don't take our anger for us being angry, which we are angry, but don't take our anger for angry. Take our anger for trying to make some sense out of all this mess because it's tough sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I have to say the passive aggressive thing ain't working no more. Right. Ain't working no more. But I, you know, you, well, just let him just, just let it go, you know, everything. You we, No, that don't work no more because that attitude has allowed us to get to where we have gotten to. Oh, that, man, you're so right. It, you know, it's all in a judge in Arizona. How could that guy call himself a judge when right? he made a ruling like that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, not, and I'm not talking, he was probably right about what he said, but why did you say that? Yeah. Why didn't you just look and see if they stole the election or not? Yep. Why do you have to get down into minutiae 
that that you know you can't you can't well you know why because if he overturns that election how many antifa people and how how long what is his life expectancy before he's epstein if we can't if we can't protect our people then forget about it let's quit having elections right but you know the arizona state police they got a national guard yeah tucson has a police department you know maricopa county has sheriffs i'm just saying that's the fear of these people but we i mean I'm saying you're. I understand exactly right. what you're saying, and you're right. I'm adding the the solution. All right. The solution is get the guns out. Law enforcement. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes. If you got people in our ranks like that, they need to be put down anyway. Yep. Don't think they wouldn't put us down. You know. I. I, I mean, that's why I go back, and I was playing the devil's advocate with the Carrie Lake situation. I was like, eh. Because I was thinking about what they did to Trump. And if there's one thing that we know, that's what I said about the justice system, is if there's one thing that we know, you look at what happened with the uh, the passing of the omnibus bill. Hutch, you said it with, um, they slipped that thing in there about the electoral college so that they can cut off that loophole. Wait a minute, loophole? So there was a loophole. So yep. there was a, 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 so Donald Trump was right in what he was talking about, but the media and the Democrats and the Republicans kept saying, no, there is no, no, you no, you can't do it. But there was one because now they waited and now they fixed it. Not since 1887, ladies and gentlemen, have they done anything with the electoral college uh, um, like what they just did with this omnibus bill 1887 i found that out yesterday yeah we so, haven't even talked about that but yeah and it if turned the house out is, when the, when ahead, the media came out and said pence couldn't overturn the election turned out they were lying they were lying because pence exactly. could have which is why they put a change in the omnibus bill in the omnibus bill right exactly which is unconstitutional which if the house was truly american and patriotic, they could come in on January 3rd and they could stop the omnibus bill. Yep. They could get it overturned as being unconstitutional because there's tons of stuff in there that's unconstitutional. A lot of, a lot of stuff in there. A but they of, won't. No, they won't. Actually, because, that would be an interesting approach. <laughs> like, it's all one big bill, so if part of it's unconstitutional, you could get the hutch. That's you, brilliant. You could. I read yeah. that somewhere. It wasn't my thoughts. I'm not Sean Hannity. But... <laughs> But mostly everybody got something in, in there. So when they go back to their people during Christmas time, they can say, well, I got this for the state. I got this for right. our state and stuff. You know, and you look at every retiring Republican signed on to it because they all got gifts on the way out too. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, $61 million buildings in their name type, type stuff. That's still some BS. If you, I mean, that, that, that that's BS. Nancy Pelosi, you, you, I mean, man, 61. She got a billion. And I said earlier billion. that I said earlier that they did secure the border. It just wasn't the United States. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh boy. Okay. Um, we'll be back tomorrow, 12 PM Eastern standard time. Don't forget to download our app. You can find it in Android and iPhone store. If you want to, uh, 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 Support the show. You can go to WayneDupree.com, get some swag, like those coffee cups that you just saw. Those are free. 
Those are free coffee cups. Those um 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 the t-shirts, Wayne Wayne Dupree show. You can get those. You paying um, shipping and handling for a lot of the stuff there. It, there's a lot of free stuff there. Think about that. A lot of free stuff. You just paying shipping and handling. Um, but uh, don't forget to go to prayerwithwd.com. We'll talk about that tomorrow too. We we talk about that. We're talking about my pillow too because uh, we want to. We want we don't want you to forget them, and they are doing such such for the conservative movement. Okay, um, last thoughts, Jason. What are you working on? Last thoughts. Uh, you know, today is going to be digging into the Carrie Lake appeal. They, that just came out last night. I haven't had a chance to read it all to see. There's like a hundred pages to it to to find out. This is going to be a fascinating court case where they're changing the. Uh, the change in the rules of the election and that could have some really catastrophic effects if that isn't if that isn't overturned and for uh last thoughts you know wayne dupree army uh we need you to like comment share the fact of the matter is is that the more information that comes out all your conspiracy theories you learned were true the FBI, the CIA, the DOJ are working to suppress voices like ours. We don't tell you what to think. We don't tell you. We try to teach you how to think and where to go look and topics to go research and, and look into. We like to try to be knowledgeable. And it shouldn't be that hard to get the truth in America, but it is. And so if you want to help change that and make the world a better place, like, comment, share. Hopefully we entertained you. Hopefully we educated you. Hopefully we gave you things to talk about, but we appreciate you tuning in and supporting the show. So thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. It's going to take some courage going forward. And I want to, I want to talk real quickly about someone who has a ton of it uh, and has done more in two years than all of the networks combined. And that's a woman named Chaya Raychik. Oh she yeah. She's the proprietor of libs of TikTok. And she has done so much for this country in a short time since COVID. Uh, she should be commended. She came out yesterday on Tucker Carlson tonight, and I watched the interview. And it was she has brass ones, ladies and gentlemen. She's very courageous. They doxed her, toxed her, clocked her, and everything else. And she's going. She said, "I'm not hiding anymore. I'm coming out, and we're going to beat these people." And I commend her. She's like young. She's twenty some years old, I think. Unbelievable. Great story. Congratulations, Chaya Raychik. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, proceed tomorrow. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. We'll be right back.